Hi and welcome to another Beacon Church online worship experience. I'm delighted you have joined me today. Thank you so much for taking time to tune in. This is the part of our Sunday gathering where we read something from the Bible, allow it to speak to our hearts. And my prayer is that what you hear today will truly affect your heart and your life. And uh, we are going to talk today from the topic, The Fire Won't Die. That's right, the fire won't die. I'm going to read from Leviticus chapter 6 and uh, starting from verse 8 all the way to verse 13. Leviticus chapter 6, starting from verse 8 all the way to verse 13. After that, we're going to pray and I'd like to share a few thoughts. Leviticus chapter 6, starting from verse 8. This is what it says. The Lord said to Moses, give Aaron and his sons this command. These are the regulations of the burnt offering. The burnt offering is to remain on the altar Earth throughout the night till morning, and the fire must be kept burning on the altar. The priest shall then put on his linen clothes with linen undergarments next to his body and shall remove the ashes of the burnt offering that the fire has consumed on the altar and place them beside the altar. Then he is to take off these clothes and put on others and carry the ashes outside the camp to a place that is ceremonially clean. The fire on the altar must be kept burning. It must not go out. Every morning, the priest is to add firewood and arrange the burnt offering on the fire and burn the fat of the fellowship offerings on it. The fire must be kept burning on the altar continuously. It must not go out. The fire won't die. Pray with me for a moment. I'd like to share a few thoughts with you. Father, thank you so much for the opportunity we have again to gather around your word. Thank you for what we've read. We pray that today you will allow it to speak to our hearts, open our eyes and our hearts that we may hear and understand and know you. We make this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, what we have just read today from Leviticus is a bit of the instructions that were given to Aaron and his sons who were meant to maintain the fire in the Old Testament or in the Old Covenant. You and I, we don't live in the Old Testament or the Old Covenant. We don't live in that era anymore. We live in a place where we are in the New Covenant. That means we live not by rules and regulations. We live by a relationship we have with Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that the Old Testament is like a shadow of the New Testament. The Old Testament kind of points to the the Old Covenant is a shadow rather of the New Covenant. The Old Covenant points to the New Covenant because there are things about the Old Covenant that shows what Jesus is like. Everything about the Bible from the beginning to end points to Jesus. And this particular story is the responsibilities that the priests have about the fire. Now in the Bible, the fire refers to the presence of God. You can call it, you can equate it to whatever you want in life. Maybe uh, for you, fire might be the presence of God that you feel or the faith that you feel in your heart or the anointing on your life or, or the assurance that God is with you. Whatever is going to keep that fire burning, the fire represents our relationship we have with God. 
And I'd like to point out four things from this story that the priest Aaron and his sons were responsible for. Number one, it says Aaron and his sons were responsible to keep watching the fire through the night, whether it was morning or night, Aaron and his sons had to keep watch over the fire. Number two, it says Aaron and his sons had to go in to the fireplace and remove the ashes and clean out the place. Number three, it says Aaron and his sons were responsible to feed the fire, to feed the fire, that they were to add um, firewood so that the fire would kept, be kept going, would keep going. And the Bible says Aaron and his sons had to keep it fresh, that before they went in, they had to put garments on. After they come out to take the ashes, they had to change their garments. So this was not like a, 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 a toil that made them tired. They had to constantly remain fresh. Hey, the good news is this. We are not here because of Aaron or his sons, but we serve somebody else, Jesus Christ, who is our high priest. And remember this, if this is what happened in the old covenant, imagine what Jesus is responsible for today. Let's look at the four things again. Number one, do you know that Jesus is responsible to watch the fire in your life? I've heard people say, well, I'm on fire for God. They're on fire for God. He is not so much on fire for God. Now I really feel like I need to make a decision to be on fire for God. Hey, being on fire for God is not your decision. It is Jesus Christ who is my high priest who watches my fire. If it's down to me to watch the fire, guess what? I'll fall asleep. I'm grateful. I've still got the fire going. You know why I've still got the fire going? It's got nothing to do with me watching it. If it was down to me to watch the fire, yes, I may be able to watch it for a day or two. But by day three, I promise you, I will be falling asleep. But I'm glad that I have another person who watches my fire for me and his name is Jesus Christ. And I want to promise you this today. If you are a follower of Jesus Christ, Jesus is responsible to watch the fire of God in your life. Secondly, after a while, the Bible says the place connects ashes and the high priest was responsible of go, for going in and removing the ashes. And sometimes in our own lives, we can all have a moment in our life where ashes collect in our own altars, ashes collect in our own lives, where we just get tired and weary and time goes by and things creep up in our life and things that are not good and things that are dirty and ugly and attitudes and behaviors and sin and memory and and records of what has happened before and what the sin we've committed. And guess what? Jesus is responsible for removing the ashes in my life. Hey, listen, if I was responsible for keeping my own life clean, I promise you I have no hope. If you're responsible for keeping your life ash-free, you have no hope. But Jesus, your high priest, is responsible for removing every bit of ash from your life. And no matter how you feel today... I want to say to you, Jesus wants to come, cleanse you, clean you, bring you to a place where you have the confidence that no matter what records stick in your mind, he wants to give you a clean slate and a fresh start today. Jesus is responsible for removing the ashes. Number three, 
You see in the story, Aaron and his sons were responsible for feeding the fire. And I want to tell you, Jesus is not only responsible for watching your fire. Jesus is not only responsible for removing the ashes, but Jesus is responsible for feeding the fire. If I was responsible for feeding my own fire, it would have died out a long time ago. But I'm grateful to God. I'm grateful to his word. I'm grateful to his promises. I'm grateful to his church. I'm grateful for his presence. All of these things that keep feeding me that keep the fire going. It is my Jesus' responsibility to keep feeding my fire. And sometimes you and I get to a place where you say, oh, the fire is dying. I need to do something to keep the fire going. I need to keep the fire going. I need to make sure that the fire burns brighter. Hey, for a moment, give up all striving and surrender and yield to him. Jesus can do a much better job of it than you can. And if you will simply trust him, he will feed your flame so that the fire Fire in you keeps burning. And lastly, he does it not because it's a chore for him. He does it because it brings him pleasure. Do you know that God brings, God has incredibly greater desire to keep your fire going than you do? Do you know that he finds incredible pleasure in keeping the fire going? Do you know that if you find yourself in a place where you feel a bit damp or fit a, a bit like there's lots of ashes and very little fire, if you will ask God, God, won't you light the flame again? Give me a fresh revelation of your love and your acceptance and my righteousness again. Do you know that Jesus is not going, oh, come on. How many times have I told you this? How many times have I reminded you of this? Can you not just move on and ask me something else no that is not your heavenly father the request like that bring him pleasure and today I want to remind you it is the pleasure of God to feed your fire it is the pleasure of God to watch your fire it is the pleasure of God to remove the ashes from within so that day and night the fire in you does not die look at this in Leviticus chapter 6 And verse 13, the fire must be kept burning on the altar continuously. It must not go out. Imagine if that was the instruction given to mere mortal human priests. What about your high priest, Jesus Christ, if he has the responsibility to keep the fire burning on your altar? My friends, it will not go out. You will last the journey. You have not come this far to quit, to give up, and for you to say, that was a season, now I give up on that season. No! Jesus wants to rekindle the fire in your life. He wants to clean out all the ashes, put some firewood in so that you are on fire for God. I want to pray for you that today the Holy Spirit will come right now, wherever you're watching, and touch your life. Wherever you're listening, that he will touch your life. Pray with me. Father, I pray for every person listening to the sound of my voice. Holy Spirit, in this moment, we just invite you to come. Come now and feed the flame. Come now and bring confidence that you are watching the flame. Come now and remove the ashes. Come now and bring confidence that you actually do this out of pleasure and that there is no guilt or shame attached to the fire dying. In the old covenant, human priests had responsibility to not let the fire die. We thank you that our high priest, Jesus Christ, will not let our fire die and that the fire will keep burning. Holy Spirit, come now. 
from the crown of our head to the tip of our towel. Touch us. Manifest your glory and renew us today, we pray. Let the fire keep burning. We thank you that you are a good God and we thank you that the fire won't die. The fire won't die. The fire will not die in our children, in our spouses, in our grandchildren, in all the people we've been praying for. The fire will not die. We thank you that this is so. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in. I believe that the Holy Spirit will fill you and continue to fill you every day of your life. If you do not know Jesus, I'd like to give you an opportunity to say yes to him. The Bible says that if we believe in our heart that Jesus died and confess with our mouth that Jesus was risen from the dead, then we will be saved. What that means is you can become a child of God simply by trusting him. I'd like to lead you in a simple prayer. And if you have faith in your heart, please say these words after me. And uh, I believe it will help you make a decision to become a follower of Jesus Christ. Pray with me. Say, Jesus, I believe that you died, that you rose again. I give you my life and I receive yours. From today, I am a child of God. From today, you keep the fire burning. In Jesus' name. Hey, I believe if you've prayed that prayer, you have become a child of God. Why don't you reach out to us, connect with us on our social media pages or platforms or through our website. We'd love to get to know you and help you take your next steps. I really appreciate you tuning in. Please share this content with your friends. It might bless them too. Thank you so much. And I look forward to seeing you again next time. God bless. Hi and welcome to another Beacon Church online worship experience. I'm delighted you have joined me today. Thank you so much for taking time to tune in. This is the part of our Sunday gathering where we read something from the Bible and allow it to speak to our hearts. And my prayer is that what you hear today will truly affect your heart and your life. And uh, we are going to talk today from the topic, The Fire Won't Die. That's right, the fire won't die. I'm going to read from Leviticus chapter 6 and uh, starting from verse 8 all the way to verse 13. Leviticus chapter 6, starting from verse 8 all the way to verse 13. After that, we're going to pray and I'd like to share a few thoughts. Leviticus chapter 6, starting from verse 8. This is what it says. The Lord said to Moses, give Aaron and his sons this command. These are the regulations of the burnt offering. The burnt offering is to remain on the altar Hearth throughout the night till morning, and the fire must be kept burning on the altar. The priest shall then put on his linen clothes with linen undergarments next to his body, and shall remove the ashes of the burnt offering that the fire has consumed on the altar and place them beside the altar. Then he is to take off these clothes and put on others, and carry the ashes outside the camp to a place that is ceremonially clean. The fire on the altar must be kept burning. It must not go out. Every morning, the priest is to add firewood and arrange 
the burnt offering on the fire and burn the fat of the fellowship offerings on it. The fire must be kept burning on the altar continuously. It must not go out. The fire won't die. Pray with me for a moment. I'd like to share a few thoughts with you. Father, thank you so much for the opportunity we have again to gather around your word. Thank you for what we've read. We pray that today you will allow it to speak to our hearts, open our eyes and our hearts that we may hear and understand and know you. We make this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, what we have just read today from Leviticus is a bit of the instructions that were given to Aaron and his sons who were meant to maintain the fire in the Old Testament or in the Old Covenant. You and I, we don't live in the Old Testament or the Old Covenant. We don't live in that era anymore. We live in a place where we are in the New Covenant. That means we live not by rules and regulations. We live by a relationship we have with Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that the Old Testament is like a shadow of the New Testament. The Old Testament kind of points to the, the Old Covenant is a shadow rather of the New Covenant. And the Old Covenant points to the New Covenant because there are things about the Old Covenant that shows what Jesus is like. Everything about the Bible from the beginning to end points to Jesus. And this particular story is the responsibilities that the priests have about the fire. Now in the Bible, the fire refers to the presence of God. You can call it, you can equate it to whatever you want in life. Maybe uh, for you, fire might be the presence of God that you feel or the faith that you feel in your heart or the anointing on your life or, or the assurance that God is with you. Whatever is going to keep that fire burning, the fire represents our relationship we have with God. And I'd like to point out four things from the story that the priest Aaron and his sons were responsible for. Number one, it says Aaron and his sons were responsible to keep watching the fire through the night, whether it was morning or night, Aaron and his sons had to keep watch over the fire. Number two, it says Aaron and his sons had to go in to the fireplace and remove the ashes and clean out the place. Number three, it says Aaron and his sons were responsible to feed the fire, to feed the fire, that they were to add um, firewood so that the fire would kept, be kept going, would keep going. And the Bible says Aaron and his sons had to keep it fresh, that before they went in, they had to put garments on. After they come out to take the ashes, they had to change their garments. So this was not like a, 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 a toil that made them tired. They had to constantly remain fresh. Hey, the good news is this. We are not here because of Aaron or his sons, but we serve somebody else, Jesus Christ, who is our high priest. And remember this, if this is what happened in the old covenant, imagine what Jesus is responsible for today. Let's look at the four things again. Number one, do you know that Jesus is responsible to watch the fire in your life? I've heard people say, well, I'm on fire for God. They're on fire for God. He is not so much on fire for God. Now I really feel like I need to make a decision to be on fire for God. Hey, being on fire for God is not your decision. It is Jesus Christ who is my high priest who watches my fire. If it's down to me to watch the fire, guess what? I'll fall asleep. I'm grateful. 
I've still got the fire going. You know why I've still got the fire going? It's got nothing to do with me watching it. If it was down to me to watch the fire, yes, I may be able to watch it for a day or two. But by day three, I promise you, I will be falling asleep. But I'm glad that I have another person who watches my fire for me and his name is Jesus Christ. And I want to promise you this today. If you are a follower of Jesus Christ, Jesus is responsible to watch the fire of God in your life. Secondly, after a while, the Bible says the place connects ashes and the high priest was responsible of go, for going in and removing the ashes. And sometimes in our own lives, we can all have a moment in our life where ashes collect in our own altars, ashes collect in our own lives, where we just get tired and weary and time goes by and things creep up in our life and things that are not good and things that are dirty and ugly and attitudes and behaviors and sin and memory and records of what has happened before and what the sin we've committed. And guess what? Jesus is responsible for removing the ashes in my life. Hey, listen, if I was responsible for keeping my own life clean, I promise you I have no hope. If you're responsible for keeping your life ash-free, you have no hope. But Jesus, your high priest, is responsible for removing every bit of ash from your life. And no matter how you feel today... I want to say to you, Jesus wants to come, cleanse you, clean you, bring you to a place where you have the confidence that no matter what records stick in your mind, he wants to give you a clean slate and a fresh start today. Jesus is responsible for removing the ashes. Number three. You see in the story, Aaron and his sons were responsible for feeding the fire. And I want to tell you, Jesus is not only responsible for watching your fire. Jesus is not only responsible for removing the ashes, but Jesus is responsible for feeding the fire. If I was responsible for feeding my own fire, it would have died out a long time ago. But I'm grateful to God. I'm grateful to his word. I'm grateful to his promises. I'm grateful to his church. I'm grateful for his presence. All of these things that keep feeding me that keep the fire going. It is my Jesus' responsibility to keep feeding my fire. And sometimes you and I get to a place where you say, oh, the fire is dying. I need to do something to keep the fire going. I need to keep the fire going. I need to make sure that the fire burns brighter. Hey, for a moment, give up all striving and surrender and yield to him. Jesus can do a much better job of it than you can. And if you will simply trust him, he will feed your flame so that the fire Fire in you keeps burning. And lastly, he does it not because it's a chore for him. He does it because it brings him pleasure. Do you know that God brings, God has incredibly greater desire to keep your fire going than you do? Do you know that he finds incredible pleasure in keeping the fire going? Do you know that if you find yourself in a place where you feel a bit damp or fit a, a bit like there's lots of ashes and very little fire, if you will ask God, God, won't you light the flame again? Give me a fresh revelation of your love and your acceptance and my righteousness again. Do you know that Jesus is not going, oh, come on, how many times have I told you this? How many times have I reminded you of this? Can you not just move on and ask me something else. No, that is not your heavenly father. The request like that, bring him pleasure. And today I want to remind you, it is the pleasure of God to feed your fire. It is the pleasure of God to watch your fire. It is the pleasure of God to remove the ashes from within so that day and night, the fire in you does not die. 
Look at this in Leviticus chapter 6 and verse 13. The fire must be kept burning on the altar continuously. It must not go out. Imagine if that was the instruction given to mere mortal human priests. What about your high priest, Jesus Christ, if he has the responsibility to keep the fire burning on your altar? My friends, it will not go out. You will last the journey. You have not come this far to quit, to give up, and for you to say, that was a season, now I give up on that season. No! Jesus wants to rekindle the fire in your life. He wants to clean out all the ashes, put some firewood in so that you are on fire for God. I want to pray for you that today the Holy Spirit will come right now, wherever you're watching, and touch your life. Wherever you're listening, that he will touch your life. Pray with me. Father, I pray for every person listening to the sound of my voice. Holy Spirit, in this moment, we just invite you to come. Come now and feed the flame. Come now and bring confidence that you are watching the flame. Come now and remove the ashes. Come now and bring confidence that you actually do this out of pleasure and that there is no guilt or shame attached to the fire dying. In the old covenant, human priests had responsibility to not let the fire die. We thank you that our high priest, Jesus Christ, will not let our fire die and that the fire will keep burning. Holy Spirit, come now. From the crown of our head to the tip of our towel, touch us, manifest your glory, and renew us today, we pray. Let the fire keep burning. We thank you that you are a good God, and we thank you that the fire won't die the fire won't die the fire will not die in our children in our spouses in our grandchildren in all the people we've been praying for the fire will not die we thank you that this is so in jesus name amen hey thank you so much for tuning in i believe that the holy spirit will fill you and continue to fill you every day of your life. If you do not know Jesus, I'd like to give you an opportunity to say yes to him. The Bible says that if we believe in our heart that Jesus died and confess with our mouth that Jesus was risen from the dead, then we will be saved. What that means is you can become a child of God simply by trusting him. I'd like to lead you in a simple prayer. And if you have faith in your heart, please say these words after me. And I believe it will help you make a decision to become a follower of Jesus Christ. Pray with me. Say, Jesus, I believe that you died, that you rose again. I give you my life and I receive yours. From today, I am a child of God. From today, you keep the fire burning. In Jesus' name. Hey, I believe if you've prayed that prayer, you have become a child of God. Why don't you reach out to us, connect with us on our social media pages or platforms or through our website. We'd love to get to know you and help you take your next steps. I really appreciate you tuning in. Please share this content with your friends. It might bless them too. Thank you so much. And I look forward to seeing you again next time. God bless.